0: Well, markets were stunned, it seems, by the U.S. inflation numbers out this morning. But goodness knows why. We've been talking about nothing else for weeks, it seems. The fact that producer costs have now been passed through to consumer prices. Well, wasn't it inevitable? And yet investors have been bailing out of shares, bailing out of bonds. But the Fed still reckons it's only transitory. It's also limited in other parts of the world as well. But that could change, of course. Britain's GDP picked up in March. Could inflation follow with their bounce back? It's Thursday, the 13th of May, 2021. It's the Morning Call from NAP. Good morning. Well, what a response we've seen to those inflation numbers. The Nasdaq is down 2.7%, a 1.8% drop in the S&P 500, a 1.9% down for the Dow. Uh, This hasn't spread to Europe, though, where the equities are up. In fact, a 0.8% rise in the FTSE 100. The US dollar rising sharply on the news, up almost 0.6%, actually 0.7% earlier. The Aussie has fallen 1.5%. The euro and the pound down almost 0.6%. And bond yields, 10-year treasuries, up 6 basis points to 1.69%, not quite as high as... As late March but of course you know we won't, we'll stay, they won't keep rising uh, European yields are also at 4 or 5 basis points, German 10 year bunds are at minus 0.12% which is actually the highest they've been since May 2019 and David Garris is here, Director of Economics for Markets at NAB so the irony is of course Dave in 2019 yields were on the way down because there wasn't enough inflation and policy easing from central banks <laughs> was on the cards so now we are in completely the opposite uh, the reverse Sh- situation aren't we? Shoes on the- yeah, the
1: foot fill very much so. Yeah. Well, I mean, the market—the market is um, because the equity markets have become, you know, fully valued. For some people overvalued. Uh, for some people, frothy. Very sensitive to whatever the risk-free rate is. You know, alternative assets. So, bonds probably being uh, chief amongst those. And if there's any one statistic that the bond market really pays close attention to, it's always the inflation number. And today's dis- didn't disappoint.
0: No. Although you know, when, let's dig down on that number because four point two percent up on April. Uh, yes, so a year ago, the, obviously there are base effects in, in this. I mean, a year ago big, we big were Yeah, we were in lockdown almost everywhere in the world. I mean, it's zero point eight percent month on month. That's perhaps a more meaningful number to look at, and perhaps a more meaningful number than that is to is to look at the core number, which okay is is still is still high, but it's you know that's one month i Correct. mean are we is the market overreacting to all of this it's
1: been interesting i would say phil arguably the bond market reaction has been pretty mature and i'm going to explain that a little bit more in a moment but you could argue that the equity market has overreacted to this figure if the market thinks that if the equity market thinks that this might inspire the fed into action in terms of increasing the cash, the Fed funds rate at an earlier than expected time. So, you know, when you unpack how the uh, the bond market reacted to this figure, you're right. The most important numbers are pro- now are the month-on-month rates, and you've got still got these base effects coming through. So there's another negative, one that will, negative point one that will fall out next month from the headline and the core rate. So the year-on-year rate is probably going to go up further if the month-on-month rate is similar next month to what it is this month, mm. um, but the market was aware the, was aware was aware of all that. So when you dig into the CPI, I guess there's two ways of looking at this. When you dig into the CPI, there were four particular components that explained more than one half of the core the rise in the core CPI, and they were airline fares, what the what the CPI calls lodging, let's call that hotel room rates, car and truck rentals. And used car prices. So the first that those first three very much relate to the to the reopening of the economy, people traveling more, taking holidays, all those sorts of things. Now men, um, so that's very much a mix of the reopening story and the covid related factors, you know, the, the semiconductor chip shortages, people buying used cars, buying wanting to buy cars because they don't want to travel on public transport. And you can't get a new car, so what do you do? You bid up the price of, of used cars, yeah. right? So yeah, you know, I mean that that just tells you that the market is is working there. So you know, if, from that point of view, you would have to say that you know this is what the Fed has been warning about for some time, and what they've been, what Powell has, and and the others have been saying is, don't get alarmed with this. You know, this is what happens when demand and spending come back online it's going to take time for supply to keep up with that. And then that, that was the point that uh, Rich Clarida was t- saying today from the Fed, it's going to take time. And, and this yeah. is just one number, right? So Bostick too. possibly
0: uh, I mean, Bostic was saying four or five months before we get a clearer view of the trend. Yes, uh, yes. Could be a lot of share selling before then, of course, couldn't <laughs> there if Well, well if this who, who's, who's to
1: say how, how the market will, will react? So when you actually dig into how the bond market actually reacted, Uh, there was a much bigger reaction in the the so-called break-even inflation rate. So this is what the market has priced in for inflation over the next one year, the next two years, the next three years, next 10 years, much bigger reaction at the front of that curve. In other words, the market priced in the, the inflation rate for the next year, it's going to be about a quarter percent higher than what they thought before today's release. Well, you know, the headline rate, you know, jumped a lot more in the month. So this is the pattern we're going to see. So that that's fair enough. But when you actually look at the back end of that curve, Phil, there was not too much change in what the medium to longer-term inflation rate would be, say, 5 to 10 years out. So medium to longer-term inflationary expectations is probably what the Fed's got their mind on right now, the part that isn't transitory. How much is that going to carry forward? two, three, five years and longer down the track. So it is very much um, priced in at the front end, not so much at the long end of the curve. In fact, when you translate to what the break-even inflation rates mean for the Fed's target of the PCE deflator, it works out to be a a five to 10-year rate of about just over 2%, Mm. which is... Exactly what the yeah. Fed is targeting. So what's what's the fuss all about at this particular yeah. point? Well, in the time? fuss would be, of course, if it
0: carried on month on month uh, for Absolutely. for more than those Absolutely. four or five months. And and uh, so I guess that you know yes. the fear then is what does the Fed do? Uh, they've got themselves in a situation. What what do they do if this does continue?
1: Well, I think the first thing to recognise is that the U.S. economy and other economies are only, haven't fully reopened. Uh, so we haven't got through this process yet. So you couldn't say this is it and, and we're not going to see any more news on this front. In fact, you'd have to expect more of this, wouldn't you? I mean, the yeah. demand well, I mean, if we, is going to proceed even we continue, further.
0: The, if the economy keeps on opening up and demand is outstripping supply, yes. uh, then, yeah, we are going to see a lot more of this,
1: aren't we? But it's going to be interesting to see how the dynamics unfold, Phil. So if, if hotel room rates are going up 10% a month or um, – Airline fares are going up like 10% a month. There will will come a time when airlines start to say, we're going to have to put a lot more planes on. We're going to have to, you know, bring capacity online. So all those planes that are parked on tarmacs, uh, wherever they are, um, bring them back online, uh, open up more hotel rooms and people uh, out there saying, well, you know, we tried to book, we couldn't get a booking or it's just getting too expensive now. So maybe we'll just... Put off, off taking a holiday, right? Ease off. Yeah. So th- that's where the consumer response comes in as well. So there's a lot of and, and there's a lot of potential supply and demand. Dynamics to play out here, as well as you know what happens to prices as well through all of that.
0: So I wonder whether that's why, because there's a sweet spot, isn't there? I think we were talking about this earlier in the week. You know that if if inflation gets too high, then consumers will do that; they'll they'll delay their purchases because uh, yes, uh, you know, and and so maybe it all evens itself out, and you know maybe the Fed knows that and
1: they're 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 encouraging this as well. It it would be an interesting thing, wouldn't it, if consumer. Demand actually weakens off in the second half of this year, yeah. And the Fed has to come back with more quantitative easing. So, but uh, you know, it, 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 we're just living in a dynamic world, and I think the Fed realizes. I think wasn't it wasn't Clarida who said today, and you know, it, it's uh, it's unprecedented, and we just have to wait to see how the data plays out on all of this. But Europe, well, we're not
0: seeing. I mean, obviously, the, the 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 speed of recovery is slower in Europe, and we're not seeing you know, this phenomenon yet. I mean. France's Not inflation yet. rate. I think that's right. 1.2% up year on year uh, in April for France, Germany's at 2%. Uh you know so uh, presumably because there's less demand to challenge those supply constraints.
1: Uh yes. So I think they're 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 later in the reopening curve mm. and uh, you would have to think the UK is probably somewhere between the United States uh and 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 yeah. Europe. But of course the UK was hit hard last year but Uh, It's, you know, today's GDP numbers are any indication and we're only up to the month of March. So we're still talking about, you know, before a lot of the reopening and that did surprise on the high side. So uh, what was it up 2.1% in the month. So Q2 is looking pretty good for the UK, I Yeah,
0: because yeah, 1.5% down Q on Q for Q1. But the, yeah, that was all January and February because that March figure did show a huge rebound, didn't it? And that was before they did have – It did. So, I mean, yeah, is inflation going to follow quite quickly in the UK? That's going to be the interesting thing to see.
1: It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, when I listen to the BBC, you know, each morning, you know, talking to – you know, hospitality operators, pubs, restaurants, and so forth, and all the plans they're putting in place for reopening all the bookings they've got. So it, 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 it's happening it, It's happening before our eyes. It just takes time for this to be, uh, you know, uh, turned into, into economic statistics. And wherever
0: you look, there's extra costs. So it's not just the cost of getting uh, your inputs, it's also you have more inputs. So, for example, in the hospitality sector, you know, all those plastic screens that go up. The fact that you've got to, you know, your, your mm. capacity is only at half in many cases what it was before. All of that, you know, with the, with the same overhead. So all of that obviously is going to indeed, push
1: Indeed, up. More, more More staff to guide people to yeah. tables, uh, more staff for serving. No one can, you know, immediately walk up to the bar. That won't happen for at least… What another five or six weeks in the UK? Yeah. So, uh, so all of that's cost. Yeah, well, right. I hate to
0: put it down on things. Uh, just in the last hour or so, a report uh, in I think it's the i newspaper in the UK saying that the the Indian variant, uh, the uh, that one of the advisors to the to the government's the Sage, the government's advisory board, is saying that they may have to de- oh, delay yes. the uh, the final lifting of the lockdown in June because the number of cases of the Indian variant has tripled in a week, and they uh, and uh, the number of cases overall has risen three days in a row, and they think. That's because of the Indian variant. They don't know uh, just how yes. well the vaccine reacts to all of that. But yes, let's not. Well, let's, we,
1: we, we're going to find out, aren't we, by then whether that's flowed through to uh, hospital admissions and yeah, worse, of course,
0: which are still pretty low. So you know, hopefully, Absolutely. fingers crossed, vaccines still work. Now, do you want more inflation news? Food prices for New Zealand this morning. PPI for the United States. Uh, that's going to be interesting, isn't it? And uh, another chapter in this story. And uh, we also get the weekly initial jobless claims as well. We which are expected to stick around 500,000 initial claims. So a slow recovery in jobs still. So, I mean, rising inflation with a slower economic recovery because of slow jobs growth, I mean, that wouldn't be the ideal roadmap out of this pandemic, would it?
1: No. And, and that's where the, uh, uh, you know, the, the businesses and consumers and how they respond to those price rises. So, I mean, price some price rises stick, others don't. I mean, if the demand is not there then the price will adjust again. So that's to be tested out in the market. I'm
0: surprised by just a you know final observation and I'd be interested in your your take on this as well. Uh equity is taking such a such a hit the last couple of days. I mean we have been and you know obviously not just us, everybody has been talking inflation, 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 inflation for weeks now. <laughs> it's as though this game <laughs> is a surprise.
1: Yes. Yes. It it, it um, and you know as i hopefully explained the bond market has sort of almost played it according to the fed's playbook for the time being but yeah. the equity market is um has taken taken fright and we've seen that in the currency markets as well with the uh, yeah. the rise in, rise in the us dollar but um you know, a day's a long time in this, it, it this is. market, Phil, we'll see. <laughs>
0: tomorrow is another day where you and I might be I talking mean, about I mean, the complete ne- opposite.
1: Netflix, Amazon earnings are not going to go away tomorrow, are they?
0: No. Okay, very good. Uh, good to talk, Dave. Uh, we are talking to you again tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. yeah, stand by your beds for that one. See you soon. Cheers. Che-
1: cheers, Phil. It's been
0: a very big response, hasn't it, to one number. Let's see if it sticks. That's it for today. Back again tomorrow morning for NAP. I'm Phil Dobby. See you on Friday.